0: burn on 2fm go 2fm it's another weekly roundup of everything that happened on the show at the weekend and we had some big ones one of my favorite pop stars charlie xcx joined us to talk about her brand new track good ones which is out right now along with working with lady gaga and plenty more plus we talked to chloe grace moretz about her role as wednesday in uh, the Addams family 2 which is out in cinemas now as well let's kick it off with the queen that is charlie xcx now cast your mind back All the way to 2007 2006 For those of you Who were browsing MySpace I'm pretty sure uh, You were well aware Of Charlie XCX at the time Because she was leveraging The site at the time uh, To begin her career Which has now lasted I mean she's only 29 I think 30 uh, 29 Has lasted already Like 13, 14 years uh, British born of course Grew up in Cambridge Dropped her first album Like I said Back in 2008 And that was the start Of a massive career That's included Video directing Songwriting uh, Featuring uh, Documentary making radio hosting, she has her own record label as well, Room Vroom Records, where she manages Nasty Cherry. She's a documentary for them on Netflix as well. She's featured on tracks like we played earlier with a kind of Pop and Iggy Azalea. And she released an album last year, which I think was one of the toughest things I've ever seen an artist do publicly, which was How I'm Feeling Now. She recorded it and produced it in 39 days in self-isolation on her own, and it reflected on pretty much all our lockdown lives and, and what we were all going through at the time but she made it with her fans they chose the artwork they made decisions on the songs they put it all together with her which i thought was just completely fresh when it comes to collaboration uh, we've seen people collaborate with different producers and, and different artists but never with their audience themselves and that is charlie xcx in every way she's just always that one step ahead of the curb almost I guess with a lot of people calling her future pop in many ways and with that I think comes a lot of difficulty as well, because being one step ahead of the curb in many people's eyes means you don't get as much radio play. Or you don't get, you know, maybe the biggest fans, uh, fan groups in the world, because you might alienate a couple of people. Well, <laughs> with her brand new track, good ones, and also Out Out, which we just played there, I don't think she's alienating anyone. She's gone back to the pure pop roots, and this brand new record that's on the way, very very soon, I know, is going to be one hell of a dance record. And she's on the line to talk to us all about it. Charlie, I said there, that album, How I'm Feeling Now, 39 Days, Self-Isolation, so much pressure you put on yourself. It looked like, and I might just be assuming this, but it looked like at the end of it, you were just absolutely and utterly spent.
1: I did, yeah. Um, It was kind of like the only option, though, you know. It was like I really wanted to do it. I I had actually been making a different album before, which is the album I'm still currently working on now um and i kind of just like stopped doing that immediately because it just felt like wrong it just didn't feel like the music that i should have been making at that moment in time um so i decided to yeah make a album in five weeks um which ended up being how i'm feeling now and i wanted to make it kind of in conjunction with my fans in a very diy kind of way from my own home shooting all the music videos and photos and everything myself um and yeah you know it did take a lot out of me but i think it also saved me um because it gave me a purpose um during a time when everything had been so still uh for me for the first time in in years and forever you know um and actually when i finally released the record then I had a breakdown because I was like, <laughs> I was like, who am I? You know, uh, I had like the delayed reaction that I think a lot of people had at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Um,
0: I was scared because I, I was I was there was part of me that said, oh, my God, we're not going to get any music from Charlie for a while now. Because, right, right. And then, of course, all of a sudden you released three songs in a row, pretty much over yeah. the last course of the last month. So, yeah, 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 uh, yeah went from one to the other um let's talk about that the last month has been full of you and i'm absolutely loving it from nine one one to um you know your own track to out out it's it's just we've been spoiled um was that a plan that everything was all going to come out in one go because it was a a course of about two three weeks where we had a new track from you literally every seven days
1: yeah um no it wasn't well it kind of was and wasn't the plan like I did want to come back with a big splash, but initially it began just with, okay, I'm going to release good ones. But then mm-hmm. I had done the 911 remix for Gaga, and that had been sort of like, we were like supposed to release that many times, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think just because there were so many artists who were on that collaboration remix album and there was so many approvals and there was just like a lot for uh you know to handle i think it just sort of happened that it got pushed back and then it got released and actually i'm really happy that it came out at the time when it did because i think it was sort of a snippet of like the old me kind of with the new me and then without out Again, that sort of just like randomly happened kind of last minute, like Joel and Jax were like, we have this song, like, do you want to try some things on it? And it worked, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it all just happened at once. But I think that's quite me in a way to be oh, like- Oh, it's you in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. You said they the old you and the new you. Um... Is that a natural progression where you felt like this era of, of Charlie that you you're heading into right now came because it's something that you really wanted to do or do you feel like it the, the era has kind of just come to you and happened naturally do you think do you think very carefully I guess about what direction it heads or is it just a feeling?
1: Um, it's kind of both you know I think with this album, I was very conscious that I wanted to do something extremely contrasting from the last, you know, how I'm feeling now was so DIY and made in a very kind of like rough and ready way. And this album, I wanted it to be like really, really glossy. And I think I always just want to do what people expect least of me. And I think i had been in this kind of experimental zone for quite a while, That I think people were probably predicting that I would continue that. So I kind of just wanted to do the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. um and then within the parameters of that it's like i just feel what i feel and i think i've really gravitated a lot towards quite an 80s sound for this record it's dark it's sort of sexual it's empowering it's also volatile um and those are just the feelings that sort of happen as i was making it you know
0: Well, that sounds like everything I want and need. So um, let's talk about that music video. I mean, absolutely. It was like a punch in the face. I think my jaw was on the floor for the whole thing. (laughs) I was just like, (laughs) Um, how much fun was that? Just putting it together, but also just seeing the final product because it is, it just caught the internet, I think, by surprise. Uh,
1: Well, thanks. Um, You know, it was so fun. Um, I have always wanted to make a funeral themed music video and I thought this song was like the perfect song for it because literally the the lyric is I always let the good ones go so I wanted Mm -hmm. to make a very literal interpretation of that and be like let's have a funeral for my boyfriend my dead boyfriend you know (laughs) Um, but you know I like storyboarded that whole video every shot in my kitchen drawing with like stick men in a really bad way like I really can't draw so to see my drawings come to life um with the director Hannah Luxavis in Mm. like the most perfect way was truly amazing because it was such a great collaboration and we really like worked together to get it like exactly how I want you know so yeah, it was it was cool. It, it was perfect and I'm so happy that it came out the way that it did.
0: Yeah, she's incredible. She's her work yeah, is she's so good. Amazing. Um in terms of good ones, what were the what are the good ones throughout the years that you've written, uh that you've given away and let go? Uh. You wish you didn't let go?
1: You know, it's hard. It's like I actually am really happy with all the songs that other artists have, yeah. you know, sang of mine or, or collaborated on, you know. I think I had, I, I almost had that experience of the same old love, the okay. song that I co-wrote uh, with Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. But then actually when it came out, and I've said this before, when it came out, and, and also when I just heard her singing it, I was like, this means so much more coming from mm-hmm. her than it does from me right now, just because of the place that she was in her life. Um, And I really felt like her truth and her emotion coming through in those words. So I've been happy with with where everything's ended up actually.
0: And I guess quickly before we go, I'm just going to say two names. You don't have to tell me anything, but Caroline Polacek, Christina the Queens, what the hell's going on? (laughs)
1: No comment, no comment, we're
0: just great friends. Great, yeah, I always meet up with my friends and, and like pose in shapes and with perfect lighting and, and all that, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's how Same. we have fun as well. <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> well, I'm ready for you to absolutely and utterly break the world all over again with that because those are two people who I absolutely adore as well, just as I do you, and I'm so excited for this new era. So congratulations, like I said, it's so much nice guys. To see you. Love her so much. Honestly, she's been on the show so many times and every time she is, I tell her, whenever you release a song, it will be our track of the week, no matter what. <laughs> I just love it so much. Anyway, let's continue. Chloe Grace Moretz joined us on Sunday and she was talking all about The Adams Family 2, which is out in cinemas right now. She plays Wednesday in it. It's also starring Oscar Isaacs, Charlie Theron's in there too, plus plenty more. Um, and uh, she also broke down what it was like to work in Dublin as a, a waitress when she was working with Neil Jordan on a film called Greta a couple of years ago and gave us a little bit of information on the fact that she might be joining us again on these shores to film something else very very soon take a listen there is a brand new adams family movie out in cinemas right now incredible animation if you haven't seen the first one don't worry you know the family you can be caught up to speed Uh, but what a cast in this one too they've added to the first uh, in so many different ways such an incredible voice cast uh the likes of and you'll really like i'll you'll probably take a few minutes to properly tell you everybody uh but the likes of oscar isaac as gomez charlize theron as morticia chloe grace moretz as uh, wednesday adams nick Kroll as uh, uncle fester bet midler as grandma adams snoop Dogg as cousin it <laughs> Snoop Dogg is Cousin It in this movie. And Bill Hader is in there as Cyrus Strange as well. Uh, well, we've got Chloe Grace Moretz on the line to talk to us all about taking on the role of Wednesday. Chloe, how did you find Wednesday? And give her, I guess, a little bit of context that was different to the Wednesday that we know. Because I guess we've you know, seen her so many different times on screen now at this stage. That uh, bringing something new to her and also giving her that little bit more depth is uh, something of yeah, a Yeah, you know, that
2: was definitely something that um, was one of the most fun parts of, of becoming Wednesday, was trying to figure out who Wednesday is to me. You know, I grew up with Christina Ricci, especially. You know, that was probably the thing that influenced me so much as a teenager, um, and even when I was younger than that. Um, and so... Having the chance to take a whack at it and figure out Wednesday was was amazing. I got to kind of dip my toe in the first movie with a smaller storyline, and then in this movie, you know, we really got to sink our teeth into it and to dig in and figure out, you know, who is she with sentimentality, who is she with with coming of age emotions that we haven't seen Wednesday really process yet. Um, and it was fun. It was it was it was a wild ride to figure that out, um, and I had a blast.
0: Yeah. And still with that iconic Wednesday voice as well, is it just so much fun to deliver lines but just totally in whatever way but you can't, so I can't do it. I can't do it,
2: it. <laughs> it, it. It's so fun. And one thing I think that we really we really found that was so funny about her is how she elongates vowels in ways that yeah. don't sense at all and how like some words are so, Uh, new to her, you know, like cell phone and like Sausalito, like (laughs) things that she's never said before. And to just really make a meal out of that, it was really fun. Um,
0: My family group on WhatsApp, uh, the messaging um, service is the Addams Family. We've always called it the Addams Family for whatever reason, so every day. I opened my phone up, it's the Adams Family. If you were to define your family, because I know you're so close with them, um, in a a fictional family, how would you, uh, what, what fictional family would you place your family in?
2: Oh, God, I don't even know. I mean, for instance, our family chat is the Maruts Crisis Center. Because whenever (laughs) anyone's, like, going into the chats, like, something's happened. Something's gone wrong. Like, sound the alarm. There's, like, an ambulance on either side (laughs) of our our family chat. So, I don't know. I mean, mean, the Beverly Hillbillies, maybe?
0: I'll take that. That's that's great. You know, some
2: southern country bumpkins that are living in California and somehow in the entertainment industry. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: We have something in common. We have both weighted tables in Dublin. um, Oh, my
2: God. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: I only lasted one day. I quit my job after one. So you lasted longer than I did with two.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. What a time.
0: Has that completely ruined your experience of this city, or would you ever come back?
2: <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I'm filming with Jack Raynor right now, so all I hear about is Dublin all the time, and I'm surrounded with I'm surrounded with a wonderful Irishman every day on set, um, who just is pulling me towards the Wicklow Mountains. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's been uh, it was a wonderful time filming in Dublin. I really had such a nice time, and. Um, I would love to come back and film. In fact, I think I actually might be coming back and filming next year, but I don't know if I'll be waiting tables this time. It was yeah, so stressful. I,
0: it's so stressful. Oh. I, I, left. I didn't even tell the boss. I just went. I
2: just did, bye, I'm gone. <laughs>
0: they're like where'd he go and they're like oh, okay yeah he can't have oh
2: it. well and yeah it. he fired himself no okay.
0: <laughs> congratulations again on this like i said absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it and there's so much heart in in it as well um in so many ways it is really at the core all about family so i think that's more than we need right now so congratulations thank you so much stephen byrne on 2fm go 2fm